Hello there, Dunder Mifflinites, and welcome back to another episode of The Office ASMR, a narrative descriptor podcast about The Office you can enjoy while you fall asleep. Tonight we're on Season 5, Episode 24. This is Heavy Competition. This one was directed by, or I should say, it aired... April 16th, 2009, directed by Ken Whittingham, written by Ryan Coe, cinematography by Randall Einhorn, of course, and tonight we'll see the uh, throwing in of the towel for Michael Scott, but uh, we'll save that for later. I think the latest in office uh, scuttlebutt that I found interesting yesterday is just last episode I talked about Brian Baumgartner's podcast right, the oral history well there's there's essentially two parts there's the oral history which is uh, all of the narr- all of the interviews brought together into a narrative podcast about the office and then they did, they released all the full interviews, and I enjoyed the narrative aspect of it, but the deeper hour-plus-long interviews I thought were way more enjoyable, and were very, uh, very good. And then yesterday, I believe it was on NBC, um, but Brian Baumgartner tweeted that there was going to be a book, The Oral History of the Office, which it's like at this point at this point, what's left to be said about it, but selling a book should make him some sweet cash, but what I found interesting there is in a recent episode of The Office Ladies they I, I don't know if it was a slip because they, I mean, their show is pretty tightly edited but Angela said, when we are working on our book, and I thought, oh, they're working on a book, it makes sense. I'm sure they talked about it with Brian, I'm sure they're approaching it from different angles, but I found it, it's like, it's interesting that they're off, and they're just gonna cash in on uh, their biggest role and their biggest work, good for them. I don't think I would buy those books, but I, although I do buy a lot of books that I never read, so that might just go hand in hand with those. I also want to say uh, thank you for the continued feedback. I, I know that since the move, the episodes have been, they've sounded slightly different. I'm really trying to dampen the road noise that I get where I record and um, but also keep a consistent volume with old episodes so I'm like trying to find that balance between the two and uh, what is what's crazy is I, I listen back to some of the original episodes and I don't know I mean I think I think most people listen to it and on a pretty low volume but uh, there was a train that would go past my house in the middle of the night and when I say past my house I mean like miles away 
and was so far away that I never heard the train until it was late and I was recording. You'd hear a very, I could hear a very faint train and it showed up in the recording. It's like there's one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast or like a catalyst for this podcast is that I got this incredible microphone hardware and uh, it's kind of spun out of that, but I don't know, it's kind of crazy. Uh, so so I, I, I see, I read, I get the messages, I try to respond to all of them. Um, you know, I see the iTunes reviews, so I appreciate the feedback. Um, you know, kind reviews are always very nice, but I also take all of the uh, uh, constructive, I take anything, I like it all. I just, I feel very honored that I'm helping people and that you're listening and that uh, this is a, a habit for many, many people. I appreciate that. So let's get into heavy competition right now. We're going to open up with the famous cheese ball scene. Michael Michael tossing cheese balls. There's no limit to the number of cheese puffs you can throw in someone's face. They're getting pretty good at it. I like when they they do the trick shots. Bounce off the clock. No look. Michael. Three way. How many times did they do that? They had to do that a hundred times. The three way. Cheese ball. I feel it's been weird now. I'm so far ahead of the office ladies on uh, on their podcast. Like I started off, I think right right alongside them, and then I think I missed a week and I was behind. But they're back. Like Pam's still in art school. What has taken them so long? It's not like they're especially in the last year it's not like they're off doing like filming shows so we start in the break room with some cake and the stereo and a little boom box that Andy's playing with it playing uh, some music and Jim and Pam are bargain hunting in the grave of, a- of the graveyard of Andy's wedding Am I walking down the aisle too? You can call me Al. You will not be walking. You will be boogieing. Jim is extremely interested. Twelve guys. Airfare. Hotel. Per diem. $9,000. That seems like a steal if you're paying airfare for 12 guys. And we have Dwight in the kitchen with Phyllis. And uh, his sleeves are cutting off his circulation. Charles is compromising his attack readiness. 
house is looking good. It's a straight jacket. Dwight says, when Michael was in charge, the Roman Empire and the Wild West and war-torn Poland and Poland. There's a lot going on. In that chaos, I soared. We have Ed's tire. Dwight is handing off leads to Michael. I really appreciate it. I don't need six dollars. That was four years ago. Andy is worried about how negative Pam was. It makes me wonder if this thing really has the legs. Jim says, it's so scary how right the things you're saying are. Jim says, you have no knowledge. There's like a... Andy's hair keeps changing. I don't understand that. Jim says, I was going to purge my inbox. Something much more pressing has come up. Ed's tires. Is, is the new poaching. The new client trying to poach from Dunder Mifflin. Do not forget, he went through a messy divorce. Morning cheer. Why, you ain't got no alibi, you ugly. You ugly. All three of them, all three of them do a little dance. And Pam says, I'm here. I'm part of this now. Less blood clots. That's weird. You're gonna sit. Oh, I also realized in a recent episode, I believe the street that the office building is on in real life. It's on Satakoy Street. And Charles came from Satakoy Steel. I believe that's an Easter egg. I wonder if they'll mention that here. Charles is inviting Dwight for a drink this week. And Dwight is very pleased that he is becoming a uh, friend of the boss. Dwight is now not giving Michael information. the cover on that well. I'm not following you. Imagine someone has a personal hero, but there's this new guy, very Will Smith-esque, 
personal hero, cool new guy, crystal clear, is this for a movie, he says, Pam writes on a paper, he's talking about you, Dwight, are you talking about me, it is possible, This is a great spy scene, Dwight, hiding by the Vance refrigeration door. Michael's calling Dibs. You respect Dibs, don't you? Meet me in 20 minutes at the spot. Is a cool new guy, Charles? I've said too much. Now we have uh, Jim and Andy. Jim is saying, I don't know if I can do it. You can do it. I broke up with Angela. I'm the happiest guy ever. So happy. Total freedom. Jim is pretty emotionally needy. But Andy here for him. Let me be your traveling pants. I guess that would have been a hip reference at the time. We have Dwight out with Michael. Are you alright? And we have Charles. It's a setup. Let's be cool. Says Mike, says Charles. We need to talk about how we behave. You've been, Dwight has been pestered for info. You need to leave Dunder Mifflin alone. I understand nothing. set up. Dwight told Charles. It's like a girl says she'll make out with you, but her boyfriend has a pee-filled balloon around the corner. I don't know how they did it. A funnel? I don't know. Jim comes into the kitchen after blowing a sales call. I suck. I suck. Oh, I like that line. Andy says, Tuna, be nice to my friend Jim, okay? Your body's a 10. And Jim destroys his sandwich. Andy is like, what just happened? Hello, traitor. Listen to me, friend. Listen good. I'm going to come at you hard. I'm going 
you steal all of your clients and kill them in trouble? Yes. Hear me, Dwight. I brought you into this world. I can take you out. But it'll cost me. Dwight calls Mr. Schofield and Michael dials the wrong number. relationship with Mr. Schofield. Oh look everyone, we're all making observations. Tell Mr. Schofield that the Wilkesbury Penguins came. Oh, hey Daniel. says, look at that old dude and that Rolodex cow. And Mr. Schofield calls Dwight your contract. Mm -hmm. I thought Michael Scott left the paper business after his nervous breakdown. Master and apprentice pitted against one another. It's not exactly like Highlander, but still. Dwight says, How about a truce? Meet me at our spot in four minutes. Go to the spot and walk 100 feet toward the sun. That makes no sense. That's a crazy shot. They shot the camera right at the sun. I hope you're not recording this conversation. Dwight removes all of his clothes instantly. You rat me out? I will give you a truce, says Michael. Hoopers. Now they're out at Alfredo's. And Dwight is putting a fish up into the, uh, into the vent while they're sitting at the restaurant, tosses it in, gets a meatball parm with extra cheese. See you soon. Now they're back and the office has been ransacked. The phone rings. Did you enjoy your lunch? You were sabotaged. Did you do this? Oh, I love it. This is so good. When he says, 
broke the truth. I will not stop, I will not rest. You unleashed the wolf. I have your meatball parm sandwich. And I'm going to eat it. Their meatball parm is their worst sandwich. Oh, it's awful. Shrewd, comma, Dwight. Great salesman, better friend. Nope, he wrote tall beats. Sherry, your black wife. Dwight. racing in his car. It's like you're buying software from Bill Gates. Now we have Jim crying on Andy's shoulders in the hallway at the bottom of the elevator. Jim Halpert is very upset and disturbed. Here's the deal. Phyllis thinks Jim's messing with you. He's standing behind the blinds. Spy shot into the kitchen. One, Pam and I are very happy together. Two, the stuff that happened with you and Angela is a bummer. You will find someone else. I promise you, you will. And he's like, oh, he got me so good. I'm learning something about myself today. I feel like I could talk for hours. Paper is the soil and the seeds of business. Paper is the manure. And as he gets out of the car, you can see Michael's PT Cruiser, the red cruiser, right there. Dwight changes into his trademark yellow shirt. Spin move.
Just because I care. You are hung out to dry. On the price of glossy stock increase. You called Dunder Mifflin. April 13, 2002. The last time you evaluated your paper needs. Bloated companies like Dunder Mifflin will fall by the wayside. Seats at the penguins as usual. How is your gay son? Michael wrote gay son in green, so I knew to go ahead and shut up about it. Most colors mean don't say it. Homosexual sophomore In a war You fight those you're closest to On the fish In the top of the bed That's just how the world works now we have a tally, 32, 32 cheese balls in their mouths, and scene, good night, sleep tight.